You're listening to the Elevate Main Podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. It's the start of the new year. Can you ask, can you ask your seatmate, what's your new year highlight? What highlight mo ng new year? Can you just share? What's your highlight? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you had, did you get a new phone? You had a new car? Uh, you're still single, Woo! Happy New Year! Or you're graduating this year. Who among you are graduating this year? Yeah, let's pray it happens, okay? Or maybe you've memorized the Tala dance, okay? So, sample naman dyan. I don't know if you've, you've memorized that, but I don't know if that's your highlight. But I know you have, you had, you know, you have some highlights this 2020. Pagpasok pa lang ng 2020, there's some highlights. Maybe in your family, good things happen. Or maybe challenging things happen. But you know, for some people, actually, when the 2020, the first week of 2020 uh, happened, for some people, or for a lot of people, for, for a lot of people, this is their highlight. Pakita natin, yan. It's the Taal Volcano. So I hope you weren't affected by that one, by the ash. Homong, you, you live in the south area. Medyo Alabang area, Paranaque. I don't know if you felt that. I think here in Pasig area, we felt it a little bit. But this was very tragic. And for some people, this is their highlight. It was just the start of the new year. It was the first couple of weeks. And then we had this. And then for some people naman that's outside the Philippines, it was this one. Right? It was the China plague, pneumonia plague that was happening there. I don't know what specific area of China, but thousands or hundreds of thousands of people are affected. And this was a highlight for them because it was just the start of the new year. And for some people, or for a lot of people in Australia, maybe have some friends there, they got affected with, uh, what do you call that? The fire, right? The bushfire that's going around the entire nation. And for a lot of people who's not in that country, somehow got affected the man because of this news between USA and Iran. And funny thing is some young people are excited. Oh no, this is it. World War III. I can finally see it in real action. I mean, it's not a fun thing. But for some people who plays Command and Conquer, who plays, what else, battle games, right? And got, what, what do you call that? Call of Duty, you watch, you play that game. And now some people are, you know, somehow excited. But the thing is, it's, this is not excited. It can be a nuclear war. But the reason why I'm sharing these things in connection to our series is because with all of these things that are happening, and I know some of you have posted online, uh, oh no, what's happening to our world? What's going to happen? Is there going to be an earthquake? Is Jesus coming again? Is it the end of the world? I'm not yet married. For some of you, that, that's what you're thinking. I'm still sad. What's going on here? So there is that thought of, okay, what am I doing now with my life? Since it seems like so many things are happening, I only have one life to live, so I need to be serious with my life or somehow do something good about it and not just, you know, just play games or just waste my life. Dapat hindi ko sayangin yung life ko because all of these things are happening. So in connection to that question, can you ask your seatmate, what are you doing with your life? Kasi 2020 na, okay? 2020 na. I hope this 2020 
I'm not saying don't have fun, okay? I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm not saying don't enjoy life. In fact, you can enjoy life if you're doing life or living life the right way, the, the life that you were supposed to live. And a lot of people are not enjoying life because they're not living the life they are supposed to live. That's why this question is very important. And that's why we are in this series called Winning Habits. Why is that very important? Because to succeed in life, having the right habits is as important as having what? Goals. If you want to succeed in life, having the right habits is as important as having goals. So I know for some of you, maybe some teachers or some speakers have already mentioned, you need to have goals in life. And that's very important. You have to have goals. But if you don't have the right habits, you're not going to reach your goal. For example, if you want to lose weight, who among you want to lose weight this 2020? Aminin na, come on, di ba? Tone down na weight, na body fit, somehow, okay, lose 10 pounds or something like that. Let's say that's your goal, okay? Let's say that's your dream. I want to reach that goal. Can you reach that goal by eating unhealthy food? By always eating potato corner? Every day. <laughs> by always eating, I don't know, chips, Doritos. Lagi kang may Doritos every week. You've finished one bag every week. You know, some people do that. Or lace every week. You drink Coke every week or every, almost every day. You drink milk tea and Starbucks once a day. Yaman mo, pinginang budget, okay? Right? You will not reach that goal. Or let's say your goal this year is to, let's say, never ka pa naging honor sa class. And since this is the last year in your school life or in your high school life, you're praying that you're gonna reach, you know, you become a, a you know, a, somehow honors, honor student. You get 90 plus in your grade. How can you reach that if you're not even studying? That's not your habit. If you're not even doing, do, if you're not even doing your assignments, if you're not even participating in class, if you're not even doing your part in a project, you're not going to be able to do that, right? So this is the goal and you're not doing something or the right habits to reach that goal. That's why we need to talk about winning habits. I mean, Regardless of what you believe, whatever your religion is, every person needs to have the right habit. For example, this guy, Benjamin Franklin, we know him as a very successful person, invented a lot of things. He was a politician once in his life, and he was really successful in his life, and a lot of people were influenced by him. But do you know that he wakes up every day at 5 a.m. in the morning so that he can maximize his time? So that he's not gonna, because for him, yung morning hours are very productive. Usually at night, medyo groggy na siya, he's not that active, he's not that energetic. So he makes sure that he wakes up early. Of course, he sleeps early and he wakes up early so that he can achieve a lot of things. That's why he became successful, winning habits. This guy, this guy, Evan Williams, Evan Williams is the founder of Twitter. And Evan Williams, every single day, short time lang, he would always go to the gym or work out just so, so that his body could be fit, so that his mind can be sharp. Because that is a habit that they need to have. 
So he can think straight, he can make the right decisions, and in his company, in the things that he's go is doing, he will have you know the energy to accomplish those things. And not just with him. I don't know if you've seen um, you know yung mga esports, right? Yung mga magagaling sa gaming, computer gaming. Have you seen uh, what do you call that? A review of what they're doing, a documentary. I don't know if you've seen that, but I've I've heard of one story. Yung mga StarCraft players. Are you familiar with StarCraft? They're so... They're, if you join the competition, before you can join the competition, it's hindi lang kailangan skills. Of course, you need to have the skills. You need to know the game. You need to be really good. But you will go through a, through a, through a training for maybe several months, around six months, before you enter the competition. And in that training, guess what? Guess what? They will go to a gym as well. Work out. Hindi lang every day, every, naglalaro eight hours. They're gonna work out. They're gonna eat healthy. Why? So that their reflexes are very fast. Right? Yung reflex nila, yung mga, yung how they click and all of those things. It's gonna be fast. It's gonna be quick. Magagawa nila yung game. So that's the discipline. That's the habit that they do. And even in sports, do you know this guy? Diba? The best for me, the best. No, it's Michael Jordan, but next, this one, and then Malayo si Lebron. But anyway, so si Kobe Bryant, ayo talaga, wala si Cholo dito. Anyway, so si Kobe Bryant, his discipline is like this. So, he was picked, as, he was, I think, number 13 yung, uh, uh, in the draft pick. He was number 13. That number usually, you don't succeed as one of the best players in the world or considered as one of the best shooting guards in the world. You don't, you don't get considered as that one, unless you're number one, two, three, or five. But number 13, no. But how come he was considered as one of the best shooting guards comparing to Michael Jordan? Because of his discipline, habit niya. He had this campaign, and I think I mentioned this many times, yung blackout campaign, that every time he would train himself, he would train up to the point na he will faint. Magba-blackout na siya. Sobrang pagod niya. He's the first one to arrive at the gym to practice and make some shots, and he's the last one to leave. That was his habit. That's his discipline. If these guys know what winning habits are, all the more we should also know what winning habits are, specifically not just in our physical life, but also in our spiritual life. Because to succeed, having the right habit is as important as having goals. So, my question to you is, what's your spiritual goal this 2020? Since I know you have some physical goals. You want to get fit. You want to succeed in school. You want to graduate with honors. You want to earn money this year. You want to buy that new phone, that new gadget. You want to have a girlfriend, pero graduate ka muna. Okay, so you want to have, you want to, I don't know what, what your goals are. You want to go to Japan. You want to go to Korea. You want to go to Iran, okay, so go ahead, okay, go there. But what's your spiritual goal? Because if physical goals are very important, I think spiritual goal is more important because it affects even our physical goals, right? So what's your spiritual goal this 2020? And have you thought about it? Because it will affect your habits, if you don't have that go spiritual goal, 
then wala rin yung mga habits na dapat mong gawin to reach that goal. And if you have a spiritual goal, and I know for a lot of Christians, what their spiritual goal is, I want to grow more in the Lord, I want to know Him, I want to fall in love with Him, I want to grow deeper in my intimacy with Him. So what are you doing about it? That's the next question about, uh, connected to that goal. What are you doing about your goal to grow in the Lord? Can you ask your seatmate, ano ginagawa mo? Or lagi ka na lang naglalaro ng computer games. Lagi na lang wala. Okay, so what are you doing about it? Because you cannot reach that if you're not doing something about it. So our message, our first message for this series, okay, is very simple. And you are, all of you, I think, or majority of you are so familiar with this message already. But I realized I need to start it with this one. It's my burden to start it with this one. God has given me this burden. Kasi... Even if you know this, for, for a lot of you, you need to be reminded. We need to be reminded. Now, I know, I have to do this. And if you don't know this, then I hope this message will impact your heart and you start doing it. Our message for this afternoon is very simple. Let's read this together. Spend time with the Lord daily. Can you say that with me? One, two, three, go. Spend time with the Lord daily. So if I'm going to have a winning habit, spiritual I really have to spend time with the Lord daily. There's no shortcut. Whenever someone asks me in my D group or in church, how do I grow in the Lord? This is the solution. You spend time with Him daily. And what does that mean? Let me give you three things. What does that mean? I call it the PRR. Number one, pray every morning. You spend time with the Lord in prayer every morning. When you wake up, you pray. You talk to God. How can you grow in the Lord if you're not spending time with Him? You're not talking to Him. Not just before you eat. I'm not saying that, I prayed, Kuya Marty, every morning before breakfast, I pray. Ah. No, when you wake up, you spend time, you talk to Him. Make it maybe 15 minutes, 30 minutes a day. You spend time. Read, number two, you read the Bible. Read this word. Three chapters a day. You want to finish the entire Bible in one year? Three chapters a day is the secret. No, seriously. You want to finish it in one year? Three chapters a day. Pero ang haba, haba. Winning habits. It's a habit that we need to keep on practicing. Who among you? I'm just curious. You've finished reading the entire Bible. Can you raise your hands? Yan. I'll give you a prize. In heaven, Okay, so... <laughs> But I always give this challenge that if you finish this bi- the Bible, reading the entire Bible in one year, if you finish reading this in one year, at the end of the year, tell me. You honest, ah, we'll give you a prize. A new Bible. No, and uh, basta may prize kayo, okay? So we'll give you a prize. Baka buffet sa K-pop or sa somewhere. Okay, somewhere na Korean if you want. Okay, basta read the Bible. It's not really for, it's not my, for my benefit. It's for you. You keep on reading. The first time I finished reading the entire Bible, I was 16 years old. I started when I was 13. Started reading the Bible when I was 13. You seriously, I ah, started reading the Bible when I was 13. I finished it after three years. Because, you know, I stop. And sometimes, guilty ako, I stop. I go back again to Genesis. So, it's But after three years, I was able to finish it. So, my recommendation, read it three, ta- three chapters a day you'll be able to finish it in one year. Eh, paano, Kuya Martin, yung Psalm 119? Sige, may exception. Pagdating sa Psalm 119, isang chapter lang kasi sobrang haba. But anyway, PRR, pray, you read the Bible every day, 
and then you reflect. If you want to spend time with the Lord daily, you pray, you read the Bible daily, and then you reflect on God's message. Don't just keep on talking to the Lord, the Lord, this is what I want, this is my prayer request, this is what's happening in my life. Na parang lagi na lang tayo may sinasabi kay Lord. Let's listen to Him. Of course, when we read this word, let's reflect. And I don't understand sometimes. Maybe you're saying, I don't understand what this is saying to me. That's why I need to pause. I need to reflect because God will really speak as you spend time with Him. Maybe not that day, but as you continue reading, I tell you, it's going to change your life. It's going to impact your life. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord daily. Can you tell your seatmate? One, two, three, go. Spend time with the Lord daily. How do you do it? You pray. You read the Bible. You reflect. You can have your own journal. You write it down there. Yung Starbucks planner na pinag-ipunan mo. Wag mong sayangin, okay? You can write something there. Yung CCF planner for the D group leaders. Write something there so that you can come back there and realize na, oh nga, no, God is indeed speaking to me. Now, for a lot of you, you're very familiar with this PRR already. For some of you, you're not yet that familiar. And maybe your question is, but I'm not motivated to do that. And for a lot of you, you've been a Christian for a long time. You know this, pero parang, bakit ganon, Kuya Marty? Because the key to make this happen is the heart. The key for this to happen, this kind of discipline, this kind of winning habit is the heart. And that's what I want to talk about today. As we spend time and try to spend time with the Lord daily, my, the truth is you're going to get challenged. There will be times na ayaw mong gawin. There will be times that I just want to watch Netflix. There will be times na sobrang puyat ka because you've watched 10 episodes last night and you woke up late, malilate ka na sa school, hindi ka na nakapag-quiet time. Diba? Amin, aminin niyo. Or you were so late at night playing computer games because puro last game na lang. Hindi, last game na lang. Hindi isa na lang, ba? <laughs> Let's be honest. Ganyan naman tayo sa mobile. Or ganyan tayo sa mga computer games. Sige na, isa na lang. O, sige na, sige na. Hanggang 2 a.m., isa pa rin. And then eventually, you woke up quite late na. Hindi ka na naligo, pumunta ka na ng school. Okay, biis ka lang. I mean, ginawa niyo na yun ilang beses. Okay, so... so you will be challenged because you, we get distracted. We get distracted. But when our heart it has that desire to seek God, then we're going to pursue this winning habit. For example, Kobe Bryant was so dedicated in, the, in his love for sports, specifically basketball. Now, kahit anong distraction ng teammates niya, so let's go, let's go to this bar, or let's eat here, let's spend time here, let's, let's go to this show, let's watch this. Most of the time, Kobe Bryant would say no. Because he was dedicated. He wanted to practice. He wanted to do this. And even those people na kilala niyo successful, they had to say no to the good things and fun, some fun things in life because they realized there is a much more important thing in their life. Do you see that? These successful people, monetarily successful, or in sports successful, or in business successful, or in school. Look at your classmates who are very, you know, matataas ang grades. Diba? Sometimes, or a lot of times, they say no to your, tarakat ng class, diba? Or sometimes, they say no to your, last game na, last game na, hindi, hindi mag-aaral ako eh. I mean, diba? 
Hey, mag, kung kayo yun, di ba ganun yung practice mo eh? Hindi, hindi. Kailangan ko nang tapusin itong assignment. Tapos ano usually reaction natin? KJ mo naman, wag na. Ang baday mo naman, wag, wag na mag-aral. Papasaan mo, matalino ka eh. Let me give you a secret ah. When you're in college, hindi enough na matalino ka. Seriously. Hindi to college students, mga college students. Di ba? Have you experienced that? Hindi enough na matalino ka, kailangan nag-aaral ka talaga. Sa high school, na seriously, sa high school, you can, you can wing it. But there's that term, you can, you can wing it. Kaya ko yan, sige. Kahit maglaro ka, magdamag, manood ka ng Netflix, sometimes papasa ka. Talino lang, makinig ka lang sa teacher. Pero sa college, I tell you, hindi kayang i-wing it yan. Mahirap. You can wing it and then you can pass. But you cannot wing it and become laude. You cannot wing it and become summa cum laude. It doesn't happen that way. You need to have the discipline and the winning habit. Now, going back to the spiritual side of our life, we need the same thing as well. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord daily. So why is the heart very important? We're going to look at this character. And if you've been attending CCF, we've discussed this already. But I just want to emphasize this passage and this chapter because it's so beautiful. This guy, his name is David, and he wrote Psalm 27. And look at his heart. You know my heart? Niya? Look at verse 4. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go. One thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek. And he asked niya that of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek Him in His... Do you see His heart here? If there is one thing now na gusto ni David, one thing that he's gonna ask from God, it's to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. That phrase, house of the Lord, it could mean the temple, it could mean going to heaven, being with God forever, but the point is what David wants is just to be with the Lord, just to spend time with Him. I mean, if we're just completely honest, I mean, listen to me here. If you're just completely honest, if there's one thing, let's say may sinabi si God sa'yo, what's that one thing? You don't need to answer, but in your mind, what's that one thing that you're going to ask from God? For some people, maybe the one thing is, Sige na Lord, sana sagutin na niya ako. Diba? Kasi yun nasa heart mo eh. Or maybe for some people, ang one thing nila is, Sige na Lord, I want to graduate with honors. I want to get rich. Sige na Lord, gawin mo akong popular sa YouTube. Kasi yung iba, umu- umiinom lang ng toyo, nagiging milyonaryo niya. Diba? Diba may ganun? Uminom lang ng toyo, tapos nagsuka siya, tapos yun na, milyonaryo na siya. Gawin ko kaya yun, inumang suka, tapos nasuka ako, and then binidyo ko. Look at this guys, huwag kayo uminom ng suka. Tapos biglang 3 million views, diba? Pwede kaya yun? Make me popular Lord in YouTube. Or maybe for some of you, that one thing is, let me just be successful in, in, in life. You know, having a lot of stuff at home, having a big house. Or let me just go all over the world, travel all over the world. Or maybe the one thing for you is, I just want to be happy. But for David, isa lang ang ina-ask niya from God. Of course, I'm not saying he didn't ask anything else. But if there's one thing in his heart that is very crucial and it's very important and the most important, it is to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. 
to gaze on the beauty. In other words, I'm just fixing my eyes on Jesus. I'm just focusing on Him. The Lord, I just want to be with you. I'm going to seek you in your temple where you want me to be. That's His desire. In other words, He was spending time with the Lord daily. That's His heart. That's why He's going to be able to do this because His heart is gearing towards that. So, kailangan ganun ang heart natin. Now, the question is, how come David was like this? What did he see about God that made him like this? Because for a lot of people, their heart is not like this because they don't have the right perspective or view of God. May miss out sila. And in this chapter, David will explain why he is like this. This is the central passage of this chapter. Psalm 27 verse 4 is the central passage of that chapter. Because it's his heart. But if you look all around the verses, it highlights the characteristic of God. Now let's see what the characteristics of, God's, of God are in this chapter. In verse 1, basahin natin. Ano yung nakita ni David? One, two, three, go. The Lord is my light. What does that mean? That the Lord is my light. What do you mean when you, God, you are my light? Where do you use light? Bakit kailangan mo na light? Bakit mo kailangan light? Gusto mo wala na lang light everywhere? Of course you want light. You don't like scary movies. You don't like dark places. I mean, maybe once in your life when you were young, you, you hate dark places. My kids, they don't want to stay in the dark. They want, when we're sleeping, gusto niya may nakaturn on na light. I mean, for some of you, you want that. Kahit yung light sa CR, turn on mo naman ma, nakakatakot, baka may tao dyan, Right? Well, let's be honest, we like light because we can see things. And not just because we hate darkness, but when you say light, there's the idea of mas clear kasi pag may light. So in other words, in life, we want clarity. Gusto ba na malabo? Okay, so lahat na lang. <laughs> Seriously, gusto mo ba na malabo or gusto mo na malinaw? And usually pag may light, it clarifies things. Ah, kaya nga there's the phrase na, I was enlightened. Diba? Where did that phrase come from? It came from the fact that it was unclear before and now it's clear. I was enlightened. There, it, the, the, the light was somehow revealed the truth. So we need light. In other words, what David is saying here, he's saying, God, you are my light. You guide me to the right path. So, kailangan ko mag-spend time with you because you know the truth and you want to guide me to the truth. Do you know that our wrong decision comes from not knowing the truth? Kaya tayo nasasaktan minsan because we don't know the truth. That's why we get hurt because we don't know the truth. Because it's unclear. Malabo yung situation. We don't know. Eh kung alam mo yung totoo, kung alam mong lolokohin ka niya, pupursue mo ba ba relationship? Hindi, di ba? Kung alam mo masasaktan ka doon, kung alam mo magkakamali ka sa investment na yun, are you still gonna do that? Kung alam mo yung friends na yun, iba-backstab ka, are you gonna still be with that barkada? Of course, you're gonna think twice. Why? Because your mind was enlightened. You know already the truth. I remember this guy, I'm not gonna mention the name, okay? But this guy, he started, don't worry, graduate itong guy na to. He's not from the youth ministry. But he started... Uh, joining uh, da- dating apps, okay? 
I'm not advising you join dating apps, but this guy joined dating apps because he's single, he wants to find the one, and I don't know why he went to that extreme, but he decided, let me just try. So he enrolled, wrote his name, date, uh, details, and all of those things, and then he met a girl, a foreigner. Namit niya yung girl through online. Nakawala yung eye. Okay. Through online, namit niya yung girl. Uh, and then they started chatting. And then noticed nung guy na, wow, this girl is very you know, accommodating. Very, nagsasal, uh, nag-share talaga. And madalas nag-chat, nag-good morning. So na-curious siya. Nag-send sila ng mga pictures. And then they send information. The guy found out that this girl was part of the military, army siya sa U.S., one of the military personnel in the, in the American army. So, naging curious lalo yung, yung guy. And then, after several weeks of chatting and getting to know each other and finding out that they're both, you know, Christians, sabi nung, they started liking each other through online lang, through online. They started liking each other. And then the guy said, wow, okay to ah. And then, eventually, they became boyfriend and girlfriend just through online. Pwede pala yun, ha? So, nag-I love you sila doon. And then, sabi ng girl, I'm planning to visit uh, the Philippines on your birthday and stuff like that. So, nag-send na yung guy ng family picture niya with his family and relatives so that the girl will also find out who he really is. And the girl sent, you know, his, her location where she lives in the U.S. and stuff like that. So, sobrang excited yung guy. But then... I prayed for that guy because he was sharing with me and with his family. He was sharing what's going on. So we prayed for the person, for the guy to protect him because still, syempre, we don't know who this girl is. We don't know, baka scam to, right? Baka hindi pala talaga babae. <laughs> or baka, we don't know if it's real. So we pray na, Lord, baka scam. Lord, we pray for protection. We pray that if this is really the one that you, you know, bless both of them guide them to the truth. If this will lead to marriage, may it be honoring to you. So we prayed for that. Guess what? After a week, we found out, the guy reported to us, that the girl suddenly became, started becoming weird. She said that she's gonna send money to the guy. Hey, I wanna, you know, uh, I wanna send money to you. You know, I know something's happening there in the Philippines. I just wanna send money to you. Can I get your bank details? So naging ify na ngayon yung guy. Why are you asking for my bank I mean, it's, a, it's good that you want to send money, but why are you asking for, your, for bank details? So, the guy kept on probing na other details about the girl, where she lives, location, where she studied, and stuff like that. And then, she made the, he, made the, he did the research. Every answer, he researched niya. And I noticed that parang may inconsistencies. Scam nga, okay? So, we don't know if the girl is really a girl or he's, she's just after the money. But what's good about it, it is, is it was exposed, right? Good thing the girl didn't, you know, the guy didn't give the details and all of those things or else baka nakuha ng panampera, baka scam lang yung magsasensya ng money. You see, our wrong decision comes from not knowing the truth. That's why we need God to be our light to guide us to the truth. Kaya ako nagustuhan yung heart ni David because the realize si David, Lord, I can easily fall for anything. Do you know that we can easily fall for anything? In Tagalog, badali tayong maloko. Sa pera, sa pag-ibig, sa madaming bagay. That's why, Lord, you are my light. 
the more you spend time with God, listen to me, huh? the more things will be clear in your life. Because He's going to be your light. And not just that. Look at this passage. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Meaning to say, you're going to guide me. You're going to direct me. You're going to guard my steps. Look at the next part of that passage. The Lord is my light. And, ano sabi ni David? You're my salvation. You're not just going to guide me to the right path. You're going to save me from the wrong path. When you say, He's your salvation, it means two things. Number one, it means that He will allow situations that can be difficult for you. He will allow problems. Because Psalm 27, David wrote that during the time when he is at war. He was at war. He had many enemies. So he was praying to God. He was seeking God. I just want to dwell. That's his heart. And I know you're my guide, Lord. You're my light. I don't know how to make right decisions today in this battle, so please guide me. And Lord, I know you're my salvation. I know we, I have a lot of enemies, but you're gonna rescue me. You're gonna save me. Tignan mo yung promise ni Lord. If we see God like that, I tell you, you're gonna spend time with the Lord daily because you know He's gonna guide you and you know He's gonna save you. And our human nature is like this. We usually go to the person who can help us the most. Diba? For example, if you have a problem sa math, Kanino ka lalapit? Sa, ma- sa mahina sa math? Pare, tulungan mo naman ako sa math. Pare, mas mababa ako sa'yo eh. Di ba? Hindi ka pupunta sa mababa ang grade. Pupunta ka sa matalino. Because we usually go to the person who can help us the most. For example, pagdating sa basketball, gusto mo ba kumampi sa mga wi- sa winning team? O gusto mo doon sa, hindi, mahal ko tong team na to kahit talagang talo kayo lagi Parang gusto mo minsan, sana may pumasok na magandang, magaling na player dito. Right? I mean, we do that in our league here in Elevate. Sometimes I ask my D-group members, pag meron kami team, oh, hanap kayo magaling. Oh, bakit ka hanap na magaling? Ba't di ka hanap ng, hanap ka ng bano? <laughs> diba? Gagawin mo sa league, hanap kayo mabait lang. Yung pasa ng pasa ng bola. Diba? Hindi mo gagawin. Hanap ka ng magaling. Hanap ka ng... Kaya natin mag-champion, magaling tayo, kaya nga nagahakot sa lige. So we usually go to the person who can help us the most. My kids, I have three kids, and they all do that when they're in trouble. When they're sick, when they want to finish something, when they cannot build a Lego set, when they cannot do this drawing, when they cannot color it properly, when they cannot reach something, they will go to someone, specifically to us, their parents, and say, Help me. Can you help me? Please, can you do this? Please, can you draw this? Please, can you color this? It's in our nature. And knowing that God saves us, He wants to rescue us, all the more it will encourage us, okay, sige, sige, Lord, sige, Lord. I'm gonna spend time with you daily. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord. Why? Because He's our light. He's our salvation. What else? Let's read the next part. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The reason why he's not afraid of the battles, the reason why he's not scared to face these trials in his life, because the Lord is his light. The Lord is his salvation. The Lord is his stronghold. Alam ng stronghold? It's like a fortress, a castle. If you're playing computer games with castle, it's like a solid castle 
that you're inside that castle and no amount of weapon can penetrate it. That's what it means when you say stronghold. This is absolutely secure. In other words, look at what he said here. When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. He's saying to God, this is how much I believe you, Lord, that my enemies will not harm me because I know you are my refuge. Though an army besiege me, karami my heart will not fear. Though there's a war that will break out against me. Look at, look at his phrase. Even then, ano sabi niya? I will be confident. Do you know the difference between not being afraid and being confident? A lot of people can say, yeah, I'm not afraid. But they're not confident. Meaning to say, they're not gonna step and move forward. Pwede mo sabihin, I'm not afraid, pero hindi ka gagalaw. Pero when you say, I'm confident, sinabi ni God that I'm confident, I'm gonna go where God wants me to go. If God is telling you to lead a D-group, I'm not afraid to lead a D-group. Why aren't you leading yet? But I'm not confident. Do you see the difference? When David said, I'm confident, I'm confident that, okay, this is what God wants, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go there because he's spending time with the Lord. That's why there is absolute security in God. Kung ayaw mo maging insecure in life, I tell you, you look to God because God will assure you of how much secure you are in the Lord. Wala kang talo kay God. Can you tell your seatmate, secure na secure ka kay Lord. So why will you compare? Why will you look at other things? Why will you look at the deficiencies in your life when God is your security? Do you see that? A lot of people, a lot of young people right now are so insecure no majority because of social media, because of what you see online. And the more you're insecure, the more you get depressed. Right? The more you look at life na ang daming problema, ang daming nagkakasakit, malapit ng masira ang mundo, and all of these things, lalo ka naging insecure. Lalo ka na, naisip mo na, lagi na lang failure, wala lang kayang gawin. But when you look to God, all the more, He's gonna lift you up and say, Hey, wait a minute, I'm your security. That's why we need to spend time with the Lord daily. And after he said that, look at the next part. Ito na binasa natin. One thing I ask from you, Lord, after he realized the Lord is my light, the Lord is my salvation, the Lord is my stronghold, my refuge, I'm going to seek you, Lord. I'm going to spend time with you daily. I just want to be with you. And as he continued, natin, verse 5, basahin natin. One, two, three, go. Four. In the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Look at this. Look at the next part. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. I highlighted this. My head will be exalted. Because you know what I realized? I realized that he lifts us up. The reason why David's heart is geared towards God. He wants to dwell in the house of the Lord. Not just because the Lord is His light. Not just because the Lord is His salvation. Not just because the Lord is His stronghold. Alam niya na yes, there will be troubles, but as he responds properly to God, si God yung maglilift up sa kanya. God will encourage you. God will strengthen you. Kaya nga promise ni God through Peter. First Peter chapter 5. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand. That... He may lift you up. You know the truth about life? 
there will be seasons in your life na sobrang down. You're in a state of, sobrang daming problems, Lord. Diba may mga ganun? Maybe it was 2019, ang daming problema. Lagi kang bagsak sa exam, kahit nag-aaral ka. Huwag naman sana, but let's just say, okay? Let's just say. Or may baon kayo sa utang, you have so much loan in the family, so much debt, so much sicknesses in the family. And then lahat ng friends mo may relationship, tapos ikaw wala. I mean, sometimes lahat yung nakaka-add eh. Or lahat sila nakaka-travel abroad, ikaw hanggang, hanggang Baguio. I mean, it's good in Baguio. Okay? Pero lahat sila Taiwan, Korea, Japan. Ako, San Francisco del Monte. Yes, there's such a thing. Hanggang, ano, hanggang dyan ka lang eh. So, all the more you feel like, why is God not blessing me? Why is God not answering my prayers? But I like the response of Peter here. What, Pete, what God is saying to Peter is, when you humble yourself, when you say, okay, Lord, I mean, my life is in your hands. I'm, you're God, I'm not. He may lift you up in due time. In other words, there's the waiting process, but in the future, in due time, in His perfect timing, He's going to lift you up. It doesn't mean He's going to answer all your prayers. I'm not saying that. It doesn't mean na lahat ng gusto mo bibigay ni Lord. But yung lifting up ni Lord is something beautiful beyond our imagination. That's why David's heart was so aligned with God. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord. Can you tell your seatmate bago makatulog yan? Go? Spend time with the Lord daily, please. I'm begging you. If you want to be serious this 2020 in your relationship with God, Spend time with the Lord daily. Let's continue with the passage. And look, because of his view of God, because one thing he desires is to dwell in the house of the Lord, look at what he said. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Now he's being, he's begging God. He's going to God and asking God, Lord, please hear my voice when I call. Be merciful to answer me. He's so desperate to the, for, for the Lord to answer his prayers. He's so desperate for God to reveal himself. My heart says of you. Look at, look at this prayer. Seek his face. And then David said, your face, Lord. I will make this into a habit, God. I will seek. Do you know that David sought God in every season of his life? That's how serious he is when he said, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. In other words, whether in good times or in bad times, he sought the Lord. What's my proof? Look at these passages. When he was, sorry, medyo malita, when he fled from Absalom, Psalm 3 verse 4, meaning to say his son was trying to kill him. He ran away and he prayed to the Lord, Lord, he answers, answer me from your holy temple. When he sang to the Lord concerning the words of Cush the Benjamite, Lord my God, I take refuge in you. He had enemies. When he was dedicating the temple, it was a positive thing. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths, did not let my enemies gloat over me. When he sinned because he had an affair or adultery relationship with Bathsheba and murdered Bathsheba's husband, Nathan rebuked him. And Psalm 51, he spent time with the Lord. Lord, please hear my prayer. And then when the Philistines seized him in Gath, nakuha siya ng enemies niya, be merciful to me, O God. When he was fleeing from Saul, have mercy on me, my God. When he was in the wilderness, so downcast, you, God, are my 
God, earnestly I seek you. Do you see in good times and in bad times? You know, for some of us, only in major crisis can we spend time with God. Pag meron ng may sakit na cancer sa family, o sige, mag-pray na ako. Pag we are in debt, sige, mag-pray na ako. Pag malapit na mag-earthquake, Lord, I heard, I heard in the news in Australia, people who are atheists started praying because of the bushfire that's spreading around Australia. They started praying. They're not even, they don't even believe that there's a God, but because of the helpless state, they, start, they started praying. My desire and prayer is that you don't reach that point. No, kung kailan sobrang grabe na yung problema, saka kalalapit kay Lord. I mean, God is very gracious. But God wants you to spend time with Him. Even when everything's doing well, especially when everything's doing, doing well, spend time with the Lord daily. In good times, in bad times, in crisis situation, spend time with the Lord daily. And look at the next passage. Do not hide your face from me, Lord. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. You have been supporting me. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God. He was begging God. He was so desperate for the Lord. And look at what his assurance is. Though my father and mother forsake me. In, in other words, people will disappoint you. Even those good people in your life, even your seatmate that is, looks good on the outside, that person will disappoint you. The Lord, ano sabi ni David? will receive me. Kaya siya nagsispend time with God because the Lord will not forsake His children. If you have a relationship with God, listen to me here, listen to me here. If you have that relationship with God, this is the promise. He will not forsake His children. In Tagalog, hindi ka papabayaan ni Lord. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, hindi ka papabayaan ni Lord. Okay lang yan kahit ganyan ka. I hope this sinks in your heart. Ah. I hope you realize this even more. That hindi ka papabayaan ni Lord. But you have to spend time with Him. You have to go to Him. Because how can you receive what He is trying to give to you if you're not going to Him? Do you understand that? How can he re- you receive what he's trying to give to you when you're not even going to him. A lot of people don't receive God's promises because they have, don't have a relationship with him or because they don't spend time with him and go to him directly. You're missing a lot in life. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord daily. And look at how he ended. Because you might be thinking, Marty, I've been spending time with the Lord it's a struggle. I know it's a process. I know I need to do this, but sometimes I just want to, I just don't feel like doing it. You know, part of the growth that you're going to experience as you spend time with the Lord, it's what, it's what David experienced. Verse 13, as he ended the chapter. Let's read this together. I remain confident. Why is he confident? Because he will see, what? The goodness of the Lord in the land here. While he is still alive, he's saying, I'm going to see your goodness, God. Because you're a good God. That's your character. And then verse 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart. And what? Wait for the Lord. So in other words, as you pray, there will be times 
that God will allow you to wait. It may be for a long time, because maybe you're spending time with Him and you're praying and you're asking, Lord, I want a breakthrough in my life this 2020. I want this to happen to my family. I want the reconciliation of my parents. I want to have a good life na Lord because I've been suffering for so long. Or I want to have a normal life na because so many things are going on. 2019 was very challenging. Sana naman 2020 will not be challenging. But sometimes, it will still be challenging. And David said, wait for the Lord. You know why he's saying this? Because he's at war. And he doesn't know when the war will end. He doesn't know how God will solve the war. He doesn't know how God will rescue him. He doesn't know how God will protect him. But he trusts the Lord. So he's going to wait for the Lord. Do you see that? He doesn't know. I'm not saying that when you pray, you know everything na kagad. When you're spending time with him daily, you know everything na kagad. Okay, I know the answers to the questions I exam next week. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you're going to solve all your problems. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is there's going to be strength that comes from God. There's going to be the confidence that comes from God. God is honored as you go through the process and you will not be disappointed at the end of that waiting. That's why sabi niya, wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. Because I know a lot of you are waiting for something. Tino mo yung katabi mo, may hinihintay yan. Diba? May hinihintay yan. Hindi ko alam ko alam, pero may hinihintay talaga yan. You're waiting for something. And whatever that is, again guys, my encouragement, wait for the Lord. For the Lord, look at, look at yung, yung sabi niya, yung phrase, wait for the Lord. Not for the answer. Listen to me here. Wait for the Lord. Not that God will answer your prayers right, right away or God will answer according to what you want. For the Lord. Lord, I'm going to wait for you. What are you going to do? Let me see your move. Where are you headed? What is your direction for my life today in this season, in this year 2020? What do you want me to do? I'm going to wait for you. But as I wait, give me strength, Lord. I want to be strong. And take heart. When you say take heart, take courage. I'm going to be courageous. And wait for the Lord. What's our message again? Spend time with the Lord daily. You know, while I was preparing for this message this week, I experienced a lot of trials na naman in my family. I know you heard last week, uh, last year that I had a health scare. I wasn't feeling well. By God's grace, I'm recovering. I'm feeling a little, uh, much better, much normal. But then this week, a lot of things happened to my family. Number one, on Monday, my son was vomited seven times Monday night up to around Tuesday early morning. So my son vomited seven times. And then eventually, he was not feeling well, stomach-wise, parang sakit, gas, gastroenteritis problem. So the doctors just said, okay, just observe. Let's see, wala namang fever. And then on Wednesday naman, my daughter had a major bleeding of, uh, parang, Nose bleeding, okay? Major nose bleeding. When you say major nose bleeding, it couldn't stop. Parang several minutes. Talaga nagfo-flow lang. And, and my wife was quite scared. But then we found out that it's just because of the heat, galing aircon, and then, and then ang init. Because I think Wednesday, medyo ma-init yung, yung, yung temperature, right? But anyway, so she became better. But then Thursday morning, or Thursday, come Thursday, 
my youngest naman, Jaden, started having a fever. Up to today, he has a fever. And then kaninang madaling araw, around 6 a.m., we rushed my son to the hospital, to the ER, kasi mas grumabi na yung sakit sa child. Yung piercing pain, sometimes nandun, naiiyak siya, and then mawawala, and then comes back again, and then mawawala, and then comes back again. So, we decided, let's just rush him to the ER, and then they did some checks. And by God's grace, he is becoming better. But then, I was really asking God, Lord, why is this happening to our family? Are we under attack? Is there something wrong? Why are you allowing this to happen? And lagging yun ang answer ni God. Just trust me, Marty. Just trust me. I will take care of your family. I know your children. I know their bodies. I know your body more than any doctors do. And that calms my heart. You see, when you spend time with the Lord, it doesn't mean you're not going to have problems. But as you go through the problems, like what happened to me, lagi ako may lalapitan, Lord, tulungan mo naman ako dito. Ang hirap eh. It's like you always have that friend that you go to. And without fail, the more we seek God, the more our hearts are comforted. And I tell you, this week, especially kaninang madaling araw, I wasn't feeling well emotionally na, like, Lord, ang bigat naman. Naawa ako sa wife ko, because, of course, she had to take care of two sick child, uh, two sick children, and of course, I'm, not, I'm still not 100%. Then ako rin, I don't know why God is allowing those things to happen, but the more I spend time with Him, listen to me here, listen to me here. We're about to close, okay? Just don't talk to your seatmate yet. But the more we seek God, iba yung comfort niya Iba yung embrace. Why? Because as we have learned, God is our light. God is our salvation. God is our refuge. God lifts up. And God will never forsake. If you look at that passage, that's what the characteristics of God that you're going to see. God is your light. He's going to guide you. He's going to protect you. He's your salvation. He's going to rescue you. He's your refuge. You're going to be in a fortress that is impenetrable. God will lift you up as you humble yourself. In other words, yes, there will be challenging times. But at the end of that waiting, as long as you're faithful to God, God is always faithful to His promise. He's going to lift you up. And if you are part of His family, God will never forsake you. Imagine these characteristics of God. You hold on to that, alam mo all the more, you're going to spend time with the Lord daily. Why? Kasi ito yung kausap mo. He's the light. He's the salvation. He's your refuge. He lifts you up. He's not going to forsake you. Why wouldn't you want to spend time with Him, talk to Him, grow in your love for Him? Why wouldn't you do that if this is the God that you're going to meet? So that's my challenge for you as we start this 2020. I pray that you're going to have this winning habit of spending time with the Lord daily. Can you stand up? Let me pray for you guys. I don't know how this message is spoken to you. I don't know how you are right now in your spiritual life. I don't even know what your goals are this 2020. I really pray that your goal spiritually is to grow in the Lord and to know Him. But for some of you who are here, you don't know the Lord. 
you don't have a relationship with Him. If you're completely honest, you're, you're, you don't even know you're going to heaven. You know God because you go to church maybe sometimes, but you don't love God. Jesus is not in your heart. If you want to have a personal relationship with Jesus, there's one decision that you need to make. You make Jesus your Lord and Savior. You love Him completely in your heart. So can we just bow down our heads and we close our eyes? If you're that person, I want to pray for you. If you're that person, you want to receive Jesus in your heart today as your Lord and Savior, I want you to pray something like this. Tell Jesus, Jesus, I'm really sorry for all my sins. I acknowledge that I need a Savior in my life. I cannot save myself. I cannot go to heaven. My life is empty without my Savior. So Jesus, today, with all humility, I want to receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Please, Lord, starting today, change my life and help me follow you. Lord, for everybody else who are here, I just pray that you help us have this winning habit of spending time with you daily. Lord, I pray that every single one of us, especially those who have a relationship with you already, will take this into heart, will take this seriously, God. Because you are our light. You are our salvation. You are our refuge. You are our fortress. You are the one who protects us. You lift us up, Lord, and you will never, ever forsake us. Lord, that, those characteristics, I hope, motivates us to truly spend time with you daily. Thank you so much. Bless us as we worship you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.